Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Oh, what? You got something to say? You gonna... Did you hear me? Did you hear me say something? <laughs> I was, I normally don't know when you say ready, set, go. I wasn't sure if that meant like the intro was playing right there or something. So I was like, I was going to ask you if I talk right now, can they hear me? But, um, well, yeah, you go. You bring us in. Yeah, they can hear you. Take two, audience. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Honey, I Covered the Spread. I'm your host, uh, C-Mac, joined by the aforementioned Brian Foley. Brian, now's your time to talk. Thanks for having me, Connor. Um, yep. It's good to be back, week 14. And, um, yeah, we're, we're not getting better necessarily, but we're trying. <laughs> we are trying. So that's all you can ask for. I do have an idea this week. Um, for, so we have 14, 15, we have four weeks left. What I think we should do on the pod – we normally give like the money line dog and all that jazz. No, every no one contest, remembers. right? And I'm gonna keep track of this. But every contest they they have, they're formatted where you have to pick five games against the spread. I think at the end of it, we should like force each five games each and see how we would do on that. I like so that. Like, no over under. It's it's just sides. It's and I'll pull up the actual odds, uh, the spreads on from the um the contest, and I'll, I'm curious to see how we do over four weeks. All right, I'm down with that. Okay. I'm down with that. How was last week for you? Any good? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say right now, on camera, dude, I look whiter than a ghost. This... <laughs> it's December, man. Don't get, I know, but oh don't my, get too down. I know, yourself. I'm Irish, but holy shit. Like, I'm blending with the TV mm-hmm. behind me, and it's just white. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I went three and three. Uh, I lost two teasers. So... Oh. I don't know where I go from there. I lost a 14-13 point teaser and a 3-team 10-point teaser. So that's pretty much the lowest of the low, missing on you know one of those games that badly. I lost on the Seahawks not winning against the Giants, which I don't – you know, that doesn't hurt me. I mean, it hurts because Seattle's at home is usually just money. The one that really hurt was the – Lions, Chicago going over 57 and a half. They scored 64 points, those two teams, which is just insanity to me. So, teaser's not good. Jets props, pretty good. And the Dolphins under was never in doubt there. Those two teams were not ready to score. So Yeah, the Dolphins under, for sure. So, you know, it's it's an okay week. Uh, teasers, oh, and two and teasers is never acceptable. I mean, I started the first nine weeks not losing one, and now I think I'm, I'm like three and six in the last nine. Uh, it's just bad, dude. It's bad. I'm telling you, you got to stick to the the Wong teasers. Um, I, I did see one thing though, where uh, we talked about how going from 
zero to three or, you know, one through seven and or through three and seven, either way. Um, I heard that actually going from over 10 down to less than a touchdown actually has been uh, another profitable one. I would, I stick to six point teasers. I don't get, I don't do the, uh, the crazy ones. I'm not, you know, I've been doing well with them. I don't, you know, I don't have a very big sample size, so I can't say that's like a definite reason why, but um, something to keep an eye on for sure. I'd say, but um, it's so too many points. It really is. It's just too many. I mean, four different bets to hit for one for one cat. You know, one ticket. That's a lot, man. You know, it's a parlay. It's a it's a it's a, it's a favorable parlay, but it's still a parlay. Yeah, but if I'm getting 13 points in a game, I mean, you you would figure I hit all four, right? Uh, I guess that, maybe not, but not when you're. Uh, so, like, did any of them? Let me go look at your teaser. So, were any of them unders? I would never tease an under up. I just feel like that's just just, just that crazy. Just the Chicago one, and that's that lost. Yeah, that was the one that lost. Yeah, that personally, I would never do that because I think when you tease the over down. Unders are normally closer to hitting than like overs are, or I'm sorry, unders are closer to being losers normally than overs are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the, the unders, you usually hit that by hopefully like a touchdown or less, whereas an over, you could blow that out. Um, so uh, the, teasing an under would scare me. And obviously it works in a lot of scenarios, but that would always scare me. I, I rarely do totals, um, but that's because I do the six-point one. So when you move a total from like 49 to 43, are you really getting that much value there? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so that's just me. I'm going to just keep, I'm going to keep it simple. I think, uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, so what'd you go on the week? And you had your jets. No, is that yeah, your jets? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, that's right. So I had jets first half. Oh my goodness, dude. I, I know you didn't watch was, the end of that. Oh, that was a, a rush. So I went, yeah. So I went pretty big on that. Um, just on the basis that Oakland's coming, they went West Coast all the way back to the East Coast, right? Jets are pretty good, actually, first half team. And so I went pretty big on that. It was plus four and a half. They were first half thing. The first half thing with the Jets is dated back to last year, too, right? Yes, because uh, last year they scored in their opening drive, I think, a touchdown on like seventy percent of the games actually right it was it was something crazy they haven't been that good this year but um definitely a way better first half than uh, second half team yeah so so i went pretty big on that um they were up what were they up they were up 13 to 7 with about i think six minutes left dude they had the ball donald got strip sacked touchdown uh they went three and out Raiders kicked a field goal. So it was 17-13. I was right on the number. And then, so the Jets had the ball with, I think, a minute left. Raiders have one timeout. The Jets are at, like, the Raiders 35, and Donald gets strip-sacked again. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Carlson's just banging 50 yards. Like, it's nothing. So I'm like, oh, boy. And then uh, they get down to the 40-yard line, the Raiders, in the first play. And then Jets had two straight sacks. I was like, okay. So we hit that one. Uh, Crowder hit by three yards. And then we lost Mims. Uh, Mims had 40 yards in the first half. Didn't get a target in the second half. Great, great. Was he hurt or no? No. Hmm. He was not hurt. I don't know. I don't know what, dude. I have no idea what happens in the second half of games. But they don't. They just can't move the ball. Even though they, they actually did score two touchdowns in, this, uh, in the fourth quarter, I believe. 
but it wasn't – it was, like, to none of the receivers. It was, like, tight ends and running backs. They were kind of running all over the Raiders. Uh, Ty Johnson had over 100 yards. But, I mean, it's weird in the second half how bad they are. I don't know what they say in the locker room, but it's just, like, everything that we were successful with in the first half, let's abandon that. And right. that's why uh, – yeah, it's just – they suck. That was just – Frustrating. That's the – the Greg Williams rush eight cover zero play – is our this week's Doug Peterson. I'm aware of the spread. Yeah. <laughs> he um, did it twice in a row. Derek Carr completely missed Aguilar on that first one. Right. Derek Carr sucks, by the way. I forgot we haven't talked about that. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I thought at first it, it, he did it on purpose. I know people think that's crazy. I was like, there's just no way they didn't do that on purpose. But – Apparently, people have pulled tape. He always blitzes like that in those scenarios. I, I saw um, that as well. Yeah, in Cleveland, similar situation, except the other team only needed a field goal to tie or something. So a, a big difference at that because now you can't give up 10 yards compared to you just can't give up a 50-yard bomb. Yes, I don't hate the move there. Right, I also didn't blitz. hate the move right here because I wanted the Jets to lose. However, yeah. And he, he, he got the sack. And um, he uh, in Cleveland, he got the sack. And uh, – they praised him for it. They were all thinking outside the box. So he genuinely just thought like, don't give, don't give car time. And I don't hate the, the thought process, but I mean, you got to make sure you get to him. And it was, it was bizarre the whole thing. Cause normally when, when you blitz the house like that, how do you blitz the house like that and not get any pressure? I don't, I don't even know how that happens. Um, I feel like the logistics of it with the amount of guys there was more guys blitzing than blocking. How did not get anyone through? What, uh, Jordan Jenkins got through at the end. He he was probably about a half second away from hitting Carr's arm. But, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know how you picked that up. Because, I mean, with the quarterback. It was eight on five. Five block or maybe six. Maybe the, I forget no, what the Waller, running back Waller was back there. Waller stayed in. Waller stayed in. Okay. It was eight on six. Eight on seven. It was eight on seven because – Three receivers went out, three DBs stayed back for the Jets, and then Carr obviously has the ball. So it's 8v7. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't like the play call, but you would think, like, it, one guy has a free rush and Carr has no time to even make that play. I, I don't know what happened. Don't care. I wanted them to lose. So it worked out. And Yeah, I also, uh, think, I also think that I mean, Greg Williams obviously getting a lot of hate. For for this move, um, the, Lamar Jackson, who was that the rookie corner that was covering yeah, Ruggs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 12 seconds left, no timeouts. They need a touchdown, and you're biting on a double move in the middle of the field. I mean, that's I, that, to me, you know, never playing football. That seems just inexcusable. How, how are you biting on yeah. that? Just, just let him catch it and then tackle him and bounce. The game's over. So uh, my only thought process is he did a double move where he went to he went to the sideline. And when they caught the touchdown, there was still, what, five seconds left? Five, uh, yes. So I guess there is something in his mind like, yo, this is like a 35-yard out pattern. Like, if he catches this at the sideline gets out of bounds, they're going to have, like, you know, what, 10 seconds with the ball at, like, the 15-20. So I could see where you – I'm not saying you should have, but, like, I could see as a rookie being, like, I don't want to be the reason to get inside the 20 right now with 10 seconds. Like, you know what I mean? So I could see where uh, – but, like you said, I mean, why was he in that situation? Why is he not being told as a rookie, like, just make sure he doesn't get in the end zone, especially against a guy like Ruggs, 
it was just a letdown. Uh, Gase was talking to someone while it was all going down. He had no idea what was going on. Um, and it scares me that he says that he's the one who fired Greg Williams because that makes me think his job might be safe for next year. If he's making decisions like that. I, I don't think there's any chance he comes back next year. <laughs> but I mean, does, does, does him be having the power to fire coordinators scare you at all? A little bit, but I think, I think the writing's on the wall. I, sure, Joe Douglas is, is Adam Gase's guy. They're, they're very friendly, but I think the fan base would completely revolt if Adam Gase comes back next year. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that's even a possibility. If it happens, I, I think they lose every fan they've ever had. <laughs> um, yeah, he's bad. It helped me at my teaser. So, so what'd you go overall? You went three and three. Three and three? That's not bad. Um, I went six and four. What'd you say? I was going to say, I think that brings me to, I think I'm like 45, 55, and two on the year. Something like that. Let's say that. Um, I, I, uh, I pushed my Vikings Jags over. Which was uh, lucky. That's sh- lucky and unlucky yeah, because after, yeah, um, it had no business getting there, or it kind of did because Cooks fumbled at the goal line. You know what I mean? It was two touchdown and two point conversion, sent it to OT at forty eight, and then a field goal to win it. Ended on fifty one. Cooks uh, fumbled at the goal line once, and then also in overtime they were at the goal line when they false started and then um, kicked the field goal. So push there. Um, Hit the Houston Indy under, which was unbelievable. Um, uh, Houston Indy under was dead at half. They couldn't. They could only let up seven points, um, and I think there was two points scored in the second half. Two, and yeah, it came down. Safety. Watson Watson was at the goal line and uh, fumbled. I still haven't even seen the fumble. You, you're the one who told me he fumbled, um, and I saw he was like crying on the bench. Did you see that? No. Yeah, he was like red zone. Don't show that. I don't know. It was bizarre. I mean, I love it because it shows how much he cares and whatnot, but it's like, it's kind of like you would think he did whatever, fuck it. But um, he was pretty distraught. Um, but so I hit that one. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Cleveland, Tennessee went way, way over. That, that was nothing to, you, nothing yeah. To, yeah, nothing to talk about there. Um, Atlanta, New Orleans stayed under. That was another easy one. It got a little tricky late because of, um, you know, New Orleans going into a little bit of a pre-event with uh, – the Falcons slinging it around. I was waiting for a pick six or something, but it, it coasted under pretty easily. Uh, Seattle team total had no chance. Um, shocking. Kind of like you said, I, I'm not too mad about that one. It's kind of just like they just didn't show up. And the Giants D is pretty good. Uh, I'll give them credit. So I misread that one. I kind of thought that uh, Colt McCoy wouldn't take up any clock and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to do much on that end. So uh, Wilson would have all the time in the world. Like, you know, He'd have so many possessions, but he did not look good. Denver plus 14 was very easy. Um, the Kansas City spreads are just so funny to me. Like, they're just so big. Uh, yeah. They're really good, and they move the ball with ease, but they're just so, so big. Um, to play a, a divisional team like that and, and like, two touchdowns, that's a little bit crazy. Uh, San Fran plus three. It ended up closing San Fran minus two, and that never had a chance. They were absolutely dominated. Um, that was a I can't, weird defensive game plan from Salah. I mean, that I, was – I can't get a read on San Fran whatsoever. Yeah, I bet on them, yeah. they lose. I bet against them, they win. I, I can't – there's not one team I'm more wrong on than them. But, um, yeah, he got exposed. People were saying it's like a, run, a mobile quarterback thing. 
because Russ tears him up, Kyler Murray tears him up. But I mean, John, it's not like Josh Allen. They're running like run oriented, like like spread, like you know, like a run pass option. I don't, I don't know. It, he was just slinging it, dude. I mean, his pass rating was like one fifty. I don't know how his legs have much to do with that. Um, Everybody was open. It was, it yeah. Was weird. It, Cole Beasley's a, Cole Beasley's unbelievable this year. Oh, he's great. Um, I love their o, their O coordinator. I want I want that's what yeah. I want the Jets to get. Um, but uh, we'll see. Uh, next time the teaser, Vegas and Green Bay. God bless uh, Greg Williams because that came through. And then I went on to Monday. I added Steelers minus six and a half or minus six rather. Lost that, which, you know, whatever. They, they ran out of gas big time in that second half. They were dominating. I'll take that ill. Uh, the, this play, though, I tease Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Just And talk about something you're forcing when you got two games left in the week and yeah. you're just trying to – yeah. Those are the ones where, like, I can't, I can't say I, I'm a serious gambler when I'm forcing things like that. That was just stupid of me. But um, six and four in the week. I'm now – let's six, 72 and 70. <laughs> um, so, uh Hey, gotta gotta keep going. We've hit a few money lines too, I believe. So I think we're we gotta be around even on the year. Yeah, you are. I'm not, but it but, is what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what can you do, right? What can, what can you do? Just keep getting back on the saddle. All right, what do we uh, what do we got for this week? Let's dive right in. Yeah. So normal slate this week. Uh, there's no crazy games on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. We got a Thursday night game tonight. We got New England, who is playing the Rams. They're New England's second week on the road. Last week they blew out the Chargers. Stayed in L.A., did not travel back home. So, you know, don't really want to look too much at the uh, the time clock there because now they've been there for two weeks. They are catching four and a half, and the total is now 43 and a half. Um, I already tweeted out a pick earlier. I took the under 45 this morning. And um, so I guess I'll start with this one. I, I, I think the Rams were run-based. They should have no problem running all over uh, New England and controlling the clock. However, I do think New England now having a chance at the playoffs again in the hunt a little bit, I think they're motivated. Uh, we saw what they did, did to the Chargers. So it's going to be an inspired defense who I do not think will be able to stop the run, though. So I'm hoping uh, the Rams take up some clock and – Tell you what, man, it feels like Bill Belichick will find a way to uh, make Goff uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It just seems like that's not a good matchup for Goff going against Belichick. So uh, hopefully that pans out. But then on the other end, I just don't see New England scoring at all. Um, that's the bigger reason for this play. Um, I, I, you know, the Rams are solid on all ends. They, they get pressure. They stop the pass, stop the run. Uh, New England's going to want to run, so they're going to they're gonna do their best. But I think uh, – you can't expect a guy like Jacoby Myers to get open on Jalen Ramsey. So I, I don't see how they're going to move the ball unless the Rams run day just falls apart. Uh, so I'm on the under 45 here and I, I lean Rams. I'm curious to see what you're on. Uh, I could be persuaded to do Rams if, if it, if it continues to fall a little bit before game time. Yeah. So I would lean Rams as well. What I have for you right now are two props. Okay. That I feel strongly about. Um, I have, Cooper Cup over, uh, what is it? Over his total yardage, which is uh, 58 and a half. He's hit that in four of the last five games. Okay. I like that. And then 
The one I really like is uh, Bird's longest reception over 18 and a half yards. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. He's he's hit it, dude. He's hit it in. Oh, uh, let me. He had longest receptions the last couple of games. 20, 23, 30, 19, 16, 22, 31, 42. He's hit this in, what is that, seven of the last eight games? Yeah. So I'm going to take that as well. So I have those two props. I would lean Rams. Um, I like the under as well, but it's like I think it's like 43 right now, so I'm just going to stay yeah. away for the time being. Uh, maybe find a live line or something if someone scores early. But I agree with you, I think. Patriots are going to have a real tough time moving the ball on offense besides when they throw that one bomb to Damari Bird. And, <laughs> uh, I think – I even think the Rams might have some trouble against New England. New England's defense is – you know, it, it's it's coming on lately. I mean, obviously they got the shutout against the Chargers. Uh, they played well against Kyler Murray and, and the Cardinals. Uh, I think it's coming on strong now. They still don't have the personnel, I think, to do what they actually want. But, you know, as a unit, I think like they're playing really well. And, and Gilmore is, you know, Gilmore's Gilmore. So, I think it yeah. should be pretty low scoring. I think the Rams are going to really try to run the ball, at least establish the run. Um, I did think the same thing against the Cardinals last week, and they kind of just started chucking it. So, so you never know. But I think Belichick will have something, uh, even on the short week and traveling to the West Coast. Uh, actually, you said they were. They were still on the West Coast. They so, stayed, yeah, they stayed. Yeah. They stayed out there. So I think Belichick will. Uh, I think he'll have something there. Uh, so I, I would, I would yeah. lean under, and I would lean the Rams. Yeah, I, I. Um, one thing you're starting to see with these really bad defenses is it seems like they're all starting to come along a little bit. Yeah. While a lot of the top defenses are starting to fall apart, I think. Um, just when you have a really good defense, you know, there's a ton of film on them. You, you try to figure out how, ways to scheme against it and beat it. Because in today's day, in today's league, it's it's very hard to play a, a defense that is, you know, as good as defenses from prior years. Like, talk about, you know, the Jets. Um, even the Bears a couple of years ago, like, that defense, they have most of the personnel still there. It's just, it's so hard to play. They don't let you play defense anymore. You can't touch anyone. So I think a lot of those good defenses are getting picked apart. Like we've seen Tampa now. We've seen Indy get absolutely gashed back-to-back weeks. Um, and the, the the defenses at the bottom of the league, like, you know, Giants have been solid all year, so I won't say them. But the Bills, uh, New England, I would say even New Orleans started off really slow. And, you know, they're starting to put it together. So, uh, something to keep an eye on. I, I agree with you with – I think New England's defense is, is coming along a little bit. So, that's one of the reasons I'm on the under. But, um, so nothing from you, just lean, uh, just the two props? Yeah, just the two props games. for right now, yep. All right, next we got Houston at Chicago. And this is a weather game. Um, 30 degrees. So not too bad, but still cold when you're talking about a Southern Dome, dome team in Houston. Uh, spread is one and a half. Houston's laying it on the road, and the total is 45. What do you got here? I like the over here, dude. I, I, are you going to say something? So I, I was going to let you finish your thought, but I, I leaned, when I first saw this, I leaned that way as well. But I'll, you, 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 you talk us through that first. Yeah, so just – on first glance here, Chicago obviously just got lit the fuck up by Matt Stafford, my boy. Elite 
Hall of Famer. Uh, without Swift, Galladay, and I think he's missing someone else. 34 points. A little bit on Mitch because of that, that fumble at the end, but they got lit up. The Texans put up 20 against the Colts in the first half. Obviously, didn't score in the second half. Should have scored at the end there. Deshaun Watson fumbled. Totals at 45 right now. I mean, I think these two teams can score against each other. Uh, the the Bears want to run the ball, and the Texans are the worst team in the league at stopping the run. The Texans' offense is, is pretty good. I know they're missing Will Fuller. Still pretty good. Deshaun Watson, I think, can do enough as a mobile quarterback. He can get out of some of those rushes where he can extend the play and, you know, hit, hit a couple big plays. Uh, Brandon Cooks is back. I think he came back in that game, actually, even though he was in concussion protocol. Yeah, I thought I had it, dude. I thought I had it. He, he, um, he shrugged he's close. He's like 50. Oh, when I saw that update, I I looked up to the heavens, but I guess. He's done so many uh, concussion tests that he just finally got one, right? <laughs> Memorize the answers. Yeah, he's like, oh, they're like, oh, all right. Good. Uh, so he's back. So I, I, I lean the over here. I know it's cold weather. Um which Texans, you know, they are – 30, though, 30 isn't – you know, what is 30? It's cold, but it's not, like, not that crazy cold, you know? So, yeah, you just you – just, I, don't, I don't know how many stats to back it up, but I feel like all these quarterbacks that, right, you know, play in a dome, a lot of them are from like, you know, Southern Cal or, or Houston or, or, you know, those warm weather and they go to school in those warm weather. So, I mean, right. I know Deshaun Watson's not a rookie, but right. I think it still has a little something to do with it. Um, I think, I think right. a, a very, not a, an important one, but a, kind of an entertaining aspect is Trubisky against Deshaun Watson again. I think anytime Trubisky goes against those quarterbacks that are taken after him, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think right. there is something there to be honest. But as, as far as the side, I think I'm going to stay away from the side. I think I'm going to take the over here. Yeah, so I, I leaned over as well at, at first. Um, I mean, Trubisky, I said it two weeks ago, his first start back. He looked, and I'm going to use the word good against Green Bay, but um, he was making some good throws. He would just make some awful decisions here and there where it was just like, you know, five good throws, they move the ball 40 yards, and then we just throw a horrible interception. Um, then you look at last week, they absolutely tore up Detroit, uh, a motivated Detroit team with a new coach. Uh, so that makes you feel good about that offense. However, uh, me and you spoke through text about how in the, the history of Trubisky, I don't know, that was a weird way to put that, but in, throughout his career, um, he tore up Detroit. So I'm a little weary now where it's like, okay, maybe I'm basing this a little bit too much on how well he just matches up against that team who plays a lot of man-to-man. So I, I, I spooked myself a little bit there with them, but I was like, okay, let's look at the other side. Houston, Deshaun Watson's absolutely tearing it up. Uh, he might be the best quarterback in the league right now with how he's playing besides the guy named Patrick Mahomes. And, um, you would, and that Chicago defense, like you said, was torn apart by Detroit. And then I think the week before that, weren't, did they also struggle? Uh, they had – what they have two weeks ago in Chicago? They had Green Bay, and Green Bay had a field, had a field day with them, didn't they? Uh, I don't know if it was a – was it a field day? They were moving the ball with ease, I thought. Yeah, they put a 41 on them. Um, so, that's the yeah, game, so, that's so the game so with Trubisky. Yeah. Right, so they went nuts. So 
that Chicago team and that locker room at Nagy, they are, they are not motivated. So I like the under. I, I do because you would think, okay, uh, Chicago seems to be giving up a little bit. Trubisky looks to be trending a little bit upwards. However, then you got the Dome team, Watson. And what happened last week? Do we know what happened that second half with Houston and Indy? No, that game. I didn't. That game stayed under forty-five. If you if you really think about it, you know what I mean, dude. I was Um, when I looked at the. I didn't realize that it was the under whatever it was. I think it was fifty, fifty-one, and that I think it was forty. It was forty-six. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So I I was like, oh my god, they scored two points in the second half. So I I I didn't see any of it because it wasn't on red zone. They weren't like even in the red zone at all. Right. I would lean over with you. And then as far as a side, I can't get behind this Chicago team. Um, but I don't want to bet that Southern Dome team. Like you said, man, and I don't even know if that offense is clicking without uh, Fuller yet. I, they, they looked decent for a half, but fell apart in the second half. I mean, dude, Deshaun Watson is throwing like, – he is playing unbelievable. 341 last so week, good. 318 the week before, 344 the week before. I mean, this is – I mean, this guy is – Ridiculous completion percentage 75, 68, 68. I mean, this he, he's ridiculous right now. Yeah, could you see though Chicago just absolutely shutting them out? I could, I could see that, like just that cold, colder weather. Uh, Chicago D gets it right, no fuller. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to overreact the no with to the no fuller thing just because last week they looked okay for one half. They looked, yeah. they looked very good, very good for one half. I was gonna say, okay, they looked very good for one half, horrible for a second half. And also, I mean, Cooks now should play concussion. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Something's not right here. The over seems a little bit too easy to me. Um, yeah. And but I don't Sean know. Sean Watson was know. sacked five times last week. And that's Which another good point. And also, Houston protect him. Houston's uh, pass rush is actually decent. Um, so maybe they give Trubisky problems as well. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still watching this one. I'm going to watch this one, but I, I really do think I'm going to take the over here. Yeah, no, I, I, I do I agree. agree it, seem, it may seem too easy. I just, I've passed on a couple of these mm-hmm. that I'm like, all right, I just got to hit one of these. I think it was the under in the Pittsburgh Washington game where I was like, this looks, this seems too easy. And then it hit easily. And I'm just like, all right. Sometimes if it seems that easy, it is that easy. Yeah. Right, don't overthink it. <laughs> and just to do a quick background check for our sanity on the uh, percentage of bets. Because you would think everyone's on the over here. Let's just see if that's what um, – I don't know if I think that. But I, I would say it's definitely tilted that way. 65 on the over. 65% on the over. So I think that everyone's thinking me. the same thing. Yeah, man. that does scare me. And although only – it split the spread, which is odd. You would think everyone would be on Houston. That's very odd to me. Huh. Maybe the weather thing. Yeah. I think I think we do have to monitor the weather. Is it supposed to be yeah. windy or anything? Any precipitation, snow or anything? Ninety no, it's just thirty degrees with a little nine nine degrees or nine miles per hour uh wind. So nothing like it's crazy. Nothing. No, it's nothing. Interesting. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, we'll keep um, an eye on it. Next game we got Minnesota, who they are in a little bit bit of a tricky spot here. So the Vikings they are now – they're in one of those situations that the Rams were in where they, I believe, have had to travel to the East Coast three straight weeks now. 
Let me pick this up quick and make sure I'm probably wrong. They were home against Jacksonville. They were home against Jacksonville, so I was wrong. Hold on. Why'd I highlight this? No, home, home, and then in Tampa Bay. Scratch that. I have no idea why I highlighted that as a tough travel spot. I'm going to unhighlight that. Um, But anyway, they are laying – they're catching six and a half at Tampa, and Tampa's coming off a bye, total of 52 and a half. Um, I got nothing here. When I look at this, this feels like a game that Tampa will want to try to get their run game going. I don't think they want to get in a shootout. Um, whether or not they can get that done is, is we got to wait and see. Minnesota's pasty is somewhat decent. They don't really do anything else well on the defensive end. And then on the other end, Tampa Bay's defense has been regressing. Um, you know, you're hearing a lot of matchup stuff with, like, how they're doing things. So, I'm not an X and O guy, so I don't know how Minnesota's going to match up. I don't think Cook does anything too crazy this week, which scares me. Uh, but the spread's too big. I'm not, I'm not rushing to lay close to a touchdown right now with Tampa. And I'm not looking – I'm not rushing to, to back up Mini with how they almost lost to Jacksonville. So, I'm going to stay away here. Yeah, so I'm going to tease Tampa Bay here. Um, Down to zero? Yes. Or is it 13? 13? Okay. Um, they have the number one rushing defense in the league right now. I know they are regressing a little bit, but that's, they're still number one. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're letting up 74 a game, which is what Minnesota obviously wants to do. They do not want to rely on Kirk Cousins, especially on the road, to throw the ball. So I think I'm going to tease Tampa Bay here. They're coming off uh, – I think they've lost three straight, right? Brady's never lost four straight in his career, I think. I know it was on – Let me see. Let me pull I, I think they've lost three straight. Coming off a bye, I think they're going to be ready to go. They're home. Minnesota's coming to them. They lost two straight. They lost two the straight. Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to tease Tampa Bay here. I, I don't think there's any way they lose this game. I can't see it. I don't so. hate that. I don't hate that look at all. I think they're going to stop um, Dalvin Cook, obviously, on the, on the ground, which is what, obviously, Minnesota wants to do. A lot of Minnesota's pass games also off the play action. So, give me – I'm going to tease Tampa Bay to 2-0 uh, here. Okay. By the way, dude, Justin Jefferson is ridiculously good. Oh, he's unbelievable, man. Um, a lot of those rookie receivers, uh, when, when guys usually get hyped up like that, you know, it seems like, you know, this wide receiver class is so great. Sometimes it's a, it's a bust, but it seems like all these guys are really, really good. Dude, Jefferson, um, Claypool. Uh, Claypool's great. I mean, Mims looks good. Mims uh, looks good. CeeDee Lamb, I know. Uh, Jerry Judy. I mean, those guys are – Judy looks good. Lamb looks good. Rugs just uh, – Carr doesn't throw the ball deep. He's, he's, um, yeah, exactly. So that's more of a, a scheme thing that they got to try to figure out. But uh, – these receivers, yeah. I mean, they, they came out with a fuck ton of hype, and uh, these guys are living up to it. Yeah, and Van, even, like, guys like Van Jefferson, um, I see on the Rams doing solid. And then uh, even you will see um, – who was it? It might have been taken in the last round of the Browns. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones caught, like, an 80-yard touchdown last week. He did, um, yep. Yeah, so Michigan, he, even, yeah. even he's uh, getting reps in, so that's crazy. But uh, I agree. Uh Jefferson's beast. I mean, he, he's he's digs 2.0, which is awesome for them. Without a doubt, um, and they got a first round pick out of it. 
Wait, no, they took him with the first round. No, no, no. He's a second round pick, right? Justin Jefferson was a first round pick. He was? Um, yeah. Yeah, he had to have been. No, 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 no. He was not. I'm Justin almost Jefferson? Positive. I'm almost positive. Dude, Justin Jefferson was like Look the best, best receiver in the draft. He had to be second round. No, he's not. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I got it. Fifty dollars right now. We'll cancel that or come back player of the year no. if you. No. <laughs> I promise you, he was first round. I don't even know what. How do you find? Let me figure it out. I should. He might have went. He might have taken. He might have gone before twenty. Wait, he, he went twenty second pick. Twenty second pick. All right. Um, which is late for him because I think he was. He a lot of people projected him to uh, the. The uh, Eagles, I believe, in the draft. Yeah, I don't. Oh my god, one. I don't know why they didn't take him. <laughs> they took Jalen Rager in the, in the third, fourth round. <laughs> yeah, so they went. They have no playmakers, Eagles, and they. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, they went Rager the pick before him, dude. Oh my god. Oh, oh Rager was so... in the first round. Yeah, Rager was first round, dude. Oh, um, what an idiot! Howie Roseman is. Ayuk went first round. There was a ton of receivers that went first round. Um, crazy, dude. And I like Ray Gore, but I mean, Justin Jefferson's a, a different animal, dude. A lot of people said he, like, the big three was Judy, Ruggs, and um, CD. Who am I joining like then? And CD Lamb. And a lot of people were like, Justin Jefferson is like 1B. Like, they were 1A, he was 1B, yeah. and then was the rest of the guys. Um, he's unbelievable. But, um, all right, so nothing there from us. Uh, you're, you're teasing. I'm sorry. You're yeah, I'm gonna tease him. Uh, coming off a bye too, so I, I do like that. I might, I might highlight that for now and see if I can do that as well. But next we got Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee's laying seven and a half total of fifty-two and a half. I mean, this looks like a typical tease situation. Uh, get yeah, but down. Oh, Jaguars are playing real fucking tough right now. They are. Uh, Glennon seems like he's just good enough to. To sneak some games in, they really he he, he looks decent. Um, dude, he doesn't look bad. Um, Tennessee defense is so fucking bad. Oh my god, dude! They almost they almost won that game against the Browns somehow. Yeah, the, the Browns. I don't know how to hold the lead, but uh, for, in terms of this one, dude, this seems like a tease again. I lean over too. I would lean over. I don't. This is another one that seems you a just, too easy. Yeah, but when you get to the fifties, but fifties is different. Like I think when you get to the fifties, it's tough to be like that total in the fifties looks good. That's just like you know what I mean. It, it's a high total. Um, the forty-five. That's a low total. That's a weird total to me. Um, I think every Titans game has gone over fifty. Let me look here. Browns seventy-six points. Colts uh, seventy-one. Ravens fifty four, Titans fifty one. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Colts fifty one, uh, Bears forty one. Which that was Foles, so like, I'm not even gonna say anything there. Uh, Bengals fifty one, Steelers fifty one, Texans fifty uh, seventy eight, uh, Bills fifty eight, <laughs> Vikings sixty one, Jags sixty three, and then Week one thirty with the Broncos. So I mean, they're they're an over team through and through. So I mean. It's hard now in week 14 to be like, I don't know. This looks like a little – all their totals have been right here. Um, it's the Browns last week. It was 53. Um, so, I don't know. I, I lean over. Um, this feels like one of those games where 
Tennessee is one of those teams where it's like if they get down a little bit, just rip that live over because you know they're about to start fucking slaying it. Um, you like Arthur Smith, right? The OC? Love him. Yeah. I, I, uh, not to go back to the Jets again, but we are Jets fans. Um, I would like him, the Bills OC, or the enemy. I think, yeah. I think those guys are, are brilliant. What about uh, Bill Cower? Yeah, I, I would like him as well. Yeah, I don't know what I want. I mean, I, I, I like – I think the coordinator for the Bills is fucking awesome. Um, I do too. I think he, From what I read about him too is that he, he like makes adjustments and things throughout games that a lot of guys don't know how to do, uh, so that's cool. But um, at the end of the day, I'm kind of sick of the whole offensive guru thing yeah. when it comes to head coach. She, she, I, so, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, they were even talking about Marvin Lewis possibly. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't. Oh I would god. not like that. <laughs> no. I think I think my four right now would be uh, Arthur Smith, uh, Bills OC. What's his name? Bills OC. Yeah. It's like Doble. Oh yeah, no. yeah. And the uh, enemy. That that would be my four right now. Um, but tell me how. Right. Let me let me let me paint a picture for you. A ton of draft picks moving forward. Joe Douglas making the making the moves. Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, and then Bill Cowher as head coach. I can't see that team failing. I, I dude, I I can't either. And right, like, I saw like, I saw on Twitter that a lot of people were like, uh, "Cowher's been out of the game too long." Um, you know, he 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 wouldn't have it still. I'm like, you know, that guy's not an He's not necessarily an X and O's guy. This guy, that guy's like no, a leadership no. guy, right? He, yeah. He's going to bring the right guys yes. in, and he's going to yes. inspire that team. I can't see that team losing. Yes. It's like Joe Judge. Do you think Joe Judge is an X's and O's guy? No right. way. He's especially, he was a special um, teams coordinator, but he's got that team yeah, playing harder dude, than, I, than most I, um, teams in the NFL. Right, and and that's why, like, with that situation, you're not going to have any situation. You know, it, you, it's he, it's going to be a firm, a well-run ship, and then yes. you just got to get the right coordinators, which yes. is a big thing. But, like, but he, I don't but know, he, man. But I, he, he would be able look, to do that, right? Like, you would trust Bill right. Cowher. To look at the Bills. Right, exactly. Right. Look at the Bills. They're, they're all offense. And, I mean, it has nothing to do with the head coach. It's, it's So, it's – I don't think you need that offensive QB whisperer at head coach. I just think you need a leader. And that's what the Jets need right now. They're in such disarray. I'm a little bit nervous – to hand the reins over to a, uh, you know, like a offensive guru. But, you know, it, you do see it work, so I wouldn't hate it. I just don't – when I picture Trevor Lawrence and Bill Cower, I just feel feel warm. I feel, I feel safe. Little, you know what I mean? You feel safe. I feel safe. Yeah, yes. You're going to be a solid football team. Uh, right. The, you're going to have a team that plays hard, Does hopefully, for the most part, will be good fundamentally, won't make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to win you some games. I mean, Jets could have two, three wins this year if they just weren't the Jets. Right. You will. No, I agree. So um, I think he, he would clean that up. I, w- I would love that. He's he's, he's he? New York ready for CBS. So, I mean, come yeah. on now. Come on down. Yeah. We'll see, dude. Uh, being a little bit out of the game, I I mean, Gruden was out of the game, I would say, right? And yes. uh He's, he hasn't been a huge failure. I mean, with what he's working with, I think it's been pretty good, actually. Um, so uh, I, I think it's even different. I think it's not different, but 
I think he's an offensive guy. More impression, uh, impressive for Gruden because he is an offensive guy and he calls plays. I mean, for him to right, come back right. and now he still was technically in the game with ESPN, so he was still, you know, for for prep on Monday Night Football, he was still watching film and everything, breaking everything right. down. But right. I think it's all the more impressive. Was Cower a – was he a coordinator? Defensive guy. Defensive? Yeah. Because I could not see him being offensive. I got to be honest. No. no. Was he fired or did he res- – what happened with him in Pittsburgh? Uh, you know, he, was he, old- re- he retired, I believe. They don't like fire coaches. I believe he yeah, retired. Yeah, um, I mean, let me double check here, but I believe he retired. They, like, don't fire coaches. Yeah, he resigned after 15 years of coaching. Okay, yeah. Uh, he was a linebacker when he played, so he's got to be a defensive guy. That makes sense, um, yeah. He's awesome. I mean, he's a like, very likable guy. I could definitely get Chiefs, and then oh, so he was a defense coordinator for three years, and he was this, named head coach of the Steelers after that, and then he was there for 15 years. Wow, very well done. And he and then he definitely ran those defenses that were fucking legit. Oh um, yeah. Here's here's the thing though. You bring Bill Cowher into the Jets, you got to get a new uniform. I can't see him wearing that lime green like that. Oh, you really don't like those uniforms, do you? Oh, I, I, I think they're. I think they might be the worst in the league. Oh, I think they I look them. so stupid. Well, I think um, the, the green with the white pants is the worst thing I've ever seen. But every, every other combination, you know what? I don't like the green on top. Let me just say this. I like you the can't white. have Bill Coward, dude, wearing that funky green, dude. No the way. He won't stripe, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's, gonna do, he's like, we're wearing, every, we're wearing the black uniforms every game if you're going to have these crazy uniforms. Well, well dude, that's what, exactly what Bill Parsons – Bill Parcells came in and changed from the Kelly green to the, um, yeah, the green that we had previous to these these. What I guess abominations you called? I don't was even know what they called green? it. I have no idea. Yeah. So, so Parcells I, I, was like, "Yeah, hey, we're not wearing these." Which I think the Kelly green is great, but all right, Parcells. Yeah, I, I just think it's funky, dude. I, I I agree with you. The Kelly green was one thing. I just don't like the design of these new ones. I don't like uh, how it says New York across the front of their chest. The stripes to me look so stupid on it. Um, I and like you said, the green with the white on the bottom, which is the ones they normally wear, are yeah, the worst all the time. So bad, oh, so bad. Dude. And the black, just like it was cool at first to me, and I do think it is cool. But I just think when it's matched up, because because I know what the other uniforms are with it, I just don't even like those anymore. I just hate all of it. But yeah, um, see, the only thing I, the black, it still has that green helmet, which I think just looks so weird. Interesting. See, I think I like the, the green helmet. See, I just think it looks I, – I do like the helmet in general. I just think with the all-black, it looks weird. I, I love the all-whites, and I love the white with the green pants. I think the white is actually perfect. The, the green top is – I agree with you. It's awful. I don't, I don't yeah. know what they were doing there. I would love – like I said, can't hammer it home enough that Bill Cower, Trevor Lawrence makes me feel very warm inside. Yep. Okay, um, let's move on from the Jets because I think we should yeah. – <laughs> like, Let's just wrap it up after that. We'll just tweet out the picks. Um, oh my god! No. We're, before, before, yeah, we're talking off uh, off air, and we're just like, all right, let's let's get through the first week, <laughs> previous week, quickly, and then we'll kind of because we got a full slate, and then we spend twenty five minutes talking about Bill Cowher's uh, coaching experience. But I mean, hey, we we for two Jets fans, we don't really talk about the Jets at all, so we had no. had to get it out. Um, I'm starting to fucking hate them though. But anyway, uh, team total for Titans. Where do you think that would be at here? Oh, uh, what is it? So it's right seven and a half. Seven and a half, fifty-two and a half. Uh, so what would that be? It'd probably be 
23. Somewhere yeah, around there. 30, yeah, 23. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to – I'll tell you one thing. That's what I'm leading because I'm leading over, and I like Tennessee. I think this might be a game – People are starting to think a little bit too highly of Mike Lennon, I think. People are starting to think, kind of like what happened with Luton. See, they I, were like, oh, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I actually agree with you there. Where I think this might be that game where it's like, oh, shit, Mike Lennon fucking sucks. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, the, the pick he threw in overtime was, oh, my God. It was, it was Mike yeah. Lennon. Um, and that's the thing. that They're playing competitive and hard. I think Jimmy Robinson is unbelievable. I say it every week. I, I, I love him. And they should be able to move the ball. He's our guy. It was he? Yeah. I forget. Jimmy Robinson was – no. Fuck, how am I forgetting this now? I'm thinking of Jake Luton. Jake Luton was Oregon State. Jimmy Robinson, I think you're right. He was, um, he was Illinois State. Let me look it up. We said it on like the second podcast we did. I know. You're right because we went through this whole. Uh, and then remember, I, I remember I looked it up and it gave me the wrong guy. Yeah. Gave me the it said Alabama or something. Yeah. You, well, his name's James Robinson. I look up Jimmy Robinson. That's the problem. <laughs> You're the one who calls him. Uh, We're the one who calls him Jimmy Robinson. We're the one of the people that call uh, Scary Terry Terry Florin. Yeah, Illinois State. You're correct. Good call on that. Um, so maybe a Titans team total. Uh, Titans. I'm going to tease the Titans for sure. So let me highlight. I should have said that to just to begin this all. I'm going to tease them. I'm going to highlight it. I like um, that. And you know what? I'm leaning over, leading minus seven and a half. Maybe I'll just say fuck it and take Tennessee team total. Um, but that's that. Jacksonville's going to get no pressure on them. They are going to do whatever they want. Yep. Um, and maybe we might see a little letdown from Glennon this week. But um, keep an eye on that. Next, we got Dallas at Cincy. Dallas is on their second week of a back-to-back road trip. Um, Very short rest, right? They're, yeah. They're – because Sunday, so what is that? Yeah, so it's actually two days left. So it's almost – is it like playing on a Thursday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, no, it's one more day. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So one more day. But short week nonetheless. They are at Cincy, and uh, they're laying three and a half, total of 42 and a half. Um, you started the last one, so I will start this one. I am leaning Cincy. I don't know what's going on with quarterback because if Brandon Allen plays, I will be on them. If it's he Ryan Finley, dude, I gotta be honest, he looked pretty damn good in that first half against the if, Dolphins. If if Ryan Finley plays, I will not be on them. That's um, completely so fair. Keeping an eye on it. What do you think the line would be if? You think it would stay the same if Finley? They're starts? they're expecting they're expecting Allen. So I okay. mean the three okay. the three and a half is Allen. Dallas has no business laying points on the road on a short week like that. Uh, no no fucking shot. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, you're forgetting one huge thing, dude. And I thought you would have brought this up right away. It's an Andy Dalton revenge game. Yeah. The fact that you forgot that. Here's the thing, though. It's a little alarming. I did forget. But here's the thing. Andy Dalton strikes me as a guy who is expecting, like, a thank you, Andy. Like, Cincinnati loves him. Like he's almost no, like I, no, I will for tell his you, time in Cincinnati. No, I will tell you who loves him. Buffalo for getting in the playoffs that one year. That's <laughs> true. Buffalo, That's Buffalo true. fans treated him ten times better than Cincinnati fans ever did. 
know, but but you, could you see him being like, I love my time in Cincinnati. Like Andy Dalton's not a mean guy. Remember when he saw the Red Rocket and he almost like cried on television? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, yes. But it's JJ Watt called the Red Rocket. He was like, I would never point out, like I would never try to bring someone down. I don't think Andy Dalton's got a mean bone in his body, dude. I don't know if was there's that, one player that, that the, re- the revenge game angle might not work. It might be Andy Dalton. It might be, but was that why he changed his hair? That, like after that one year? Because <laughs> yeah, remember he had like a balls will, cut or something or like a taper, and then the yeah. next year he back with like it was like it looked pretty nice, but it was red still. So I was like, all right, this guy dude. might hit me, but he, he probably won't. He just compliment me, dude. That would we called we called him Red Rider BB Gun or something. <laughs> And Andy Dalton was so upset, dude. I will never forget it. JJY had to apologize. It was unbelievable for a professional football player to be so soft about his hair color. But I will tell you one thing. Redheads are super self-conscious about it. They really are. Um, so we'll see. And I don't you know. know but- you know what sucks about him being – well, maybe not what sucks. Or, on Cincinnati, dude, his hair matched the, the jersey. Yeah, yeah. It looked you know, good, it, though. It was it was a match made in heaven. It, it you you barely noticed it because it, it matched so well with the <laughs> yeah. with the jersey and on the Cowboys. He oh my god, he kind of looks, looks like, like you. Uh, he looks like Heatmeister, dude. It, I mean, you could just tell. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a tough dude to look at. So, His hair looks cool, dude. It does, but it's red. That's the only thing. Obviously, look at like I'm looking at his Google images. He actually like has a cool look to him. That's what I was saying. I was, did he change that after uh, JJ Watt said that about him? Because he came into the league with like a buzz cut, and then like his hair got like really cool. Yeah, dude. Like I feel like his red hair almost looks like kind of sick. Yeah, but he yeah he looks like Syndrome from The Incredibles. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. Uh, he yeah he did change, change his hair. He had like a total ginger haircut, and yeah, now he's yeah. got flow. Yeah. Um. No, and you know what it is? When you're an athlete, you can get away with things. I bet you he's doing all right for himself. Is he married? Oh, well, he's he, seems like a, he seems like a he seems like a married man. Oh, he went to Texas Christian University, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sure, he's, I'm sure um, he had an arranged marriage at 15. Yeah. Been married for nine years. <laughs> Jordan Dalton. 24 years old, yeah. Okay. There you go, Andy. Fascinating. Wait, <laughs> I don't know why... And I know it is like a girl's name too, but Jordan just it, it hits me as a guy's name right away. I don't know about you. No, I think of it a girl name over guy name. Really, Jordan? Yeah. You you know what's yeah funny like Jordan too? Jordan Reed is I think girl. Okay. You know what's funny too? Under nicknames on Wikipedia, it has the red rifle obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the red rider BB gun. Red rifle BB gun. The other one is 007. Who has ever called him 007? <laughs> what is he, number seven? I guess. He doesn't look like James Bond. No, he's not number seven. He's number 14. Double, 007. That still doesn't – no, it doesn't add up to it. If it, if it was – Unless there's double seven. Oh, double seven. Oh, that's horrible. That might be the worst thing to ever He doesn't heard. look like anything like James Bond. No, absolutely not. Um, huh. Big, big Andy Dalton pocket. I, hey – I'm rooting for him. I don't know if I'm definitely going to be on this. I'm leaning Cincy. Yeah, I, I have not. I'd refrain it on. I'd refrain it all. Um, 
I, I promised myself I would never bet another Cowboys game this year after they beat the Fair. Vikings and then they lost. I forgot they lost to. But I think it was oh Thanksgiving they lost to Washington. So it was two straight weeks. I was like, I'm not betting you guys ever again. And oh, you bet them on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, over Washington. They got the door. Disrespecting my Washington boys, bro. It was a little disrespectful, I got to be honest. It was. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them. All right. Um, Next, we got Arizona at the Giants. Uh, West, you know, desert team, hot weather, all that jazz. Going to New York, and I've been slacking on the weather. That's my my bad. Um, I haven't been giving you any red zone stats. 60 degrees. So fuck what I'm talking about. Let me take away that little highlighted for bad. Uh, 60 degrees. Coast. Global warming is a thing. What? I'm looking at my weather um, app right now. Dude, it's going to be. Oh, my God. Sunday's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, wow. That changes a lot because I was thinking that maybe uh, they might catch the cards sleeping there um, at defense. But um, going to be nice out. Total of 45. Daniel Jones should be back here. I'm going to let – I believe you start with this one, correct? Uh, yes. You let, let me know what you think here. All right. So, I I don't like uh, Carolina. I don't like Arizona. I think Kyler's still banged up. I don't know what's going on with him, but he, he seems banged up. Oh, he's 100%. It's not like that's, – that's a known thing. Shoulders fucked up. Right. I, dude, I got to be honest. They're coming west – uh, east, rather. They're from the West. They're coming East. Giants are fourth in the league in Russian defense. Uh, they just – Giants just came up with a huge win against Seattle, right? They get, they're they're going to get their starting quarterback back too, which I think is huge. Right. I love the Giants here. Yeah. I love them. I There is – I think there's just something about this. I, I would almost say the – Giants and the Washington football team are on very similar trajectories and they're very similar teams right now. They are relying on a, a defense that started off slow, but it's just great now. And, and the quarterback and, and the running back plays, it's kind of carrying them to victories here. Um, and, and, and that probably has everything to do with coaching. You got Riverboat Ron, you got Joe Judge. Um, I also don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I know I've said it before on this, on this podcast. I don't think he's very good. Uh, I think Kyler had Kyler had like 175 yards. He had three touchdowns, but I think he had a pick two. I think he had like 4.4 4. 4 yards per pass, dude. Yeah. That is horrible. So They do not throw the ball downfield, dude, at all. No. Which I, I, I just don't like Arizona's offense. I don't. I love the Giants' defense right now. Uh, Jabil Preppers looks great. Leonard Williams had a, had a game against Seattle. Uh, I, I think the Giants being home with Daniel Jones coming back, I, I, I love the Giants here. I love them. So I, I, I think I'm going to take Giants' spread. I'm hoping it gets up to three. I don't think it will, but uh, – oh, well. I'm going to take the – I think I'm going to take the – I'll probably just take the Giants' money line here. I'm not going to fuck with the uh, two and a half. Yeah, just get rid of the points. Um, uh, as, as far as totals, I, I don't – actually, I don't even have this game on my um, – It's a Danny Dimes thing. Yeah, our okay. book pulled it. Okay. Um, I – God, I'm torn on this one. I, I don't – like you're saying, the West Coast team coming out east uh, – 
they look horrible right now going up against another good defense that we see that Arizona just cannot figure it out. We were on them being overrated bandwagon early. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to overreact to the last week and now say that the Giants deserve any sort of fucking respect. Um, yeah, but you think – so they're, they're plus two and a half, right, the Giants? Yeah, correct. I don't think that's any respect there, do you? At home against a West Coast team? Yeah, I do. Anything less than a, anything less than a field goal to the New York Giants, who before last week didn't have a single impressive win. Um, they, they have wins against Washington. Right, Washington twice, the Bengals once. And the Washington team was – one of them was against oh, – Washington's Kyle impressive. Allen. All right. No, Kyle Allen went – dude, the best thing that happened to Washington was Alex Smith. Yes, <laughs> um, agreed. Kyle Allen was the first one. And the second win was when Alex Smith first had, came into the game for the first time. And, you know, he had to get some fucking rust off. He threw three picks. So, I'm not taking away – I'm not trying to take away any credit. But I'm not going to rush to back the Giants. Um, I, I like the idea of teasing Giants to eight and a half. I, I think that's, that, a, yeah. that's a strong play there. So I'm highlighting them for a teaser. I would lean Arizona here. Okay. And I'm I'm very small lean just because and to take anyone against the Giants less than a field goal, a, a somewhat competent team. That seems like you know something I, I would kick myself for not. You know what I mean? Like, but I I, I your thought process is 100 percent correct. I, I'm hoping Kyler Murray's getting healthier as the weeks go on. I don't know if that's the case right now, but um, I think you have the right thought process. Uh, I'm I'm being a square here and saying that uh, Giants still stink, um, but I'm staying away. I might tease Giants. I'll highlight it. Okay. But next we got Denver at Carolina. Denver's on the second week of a back-to-back roadie, and they're heading to the East Coast. And Carolina's coming off a bye. McCaffrey is not expected to play. He's I have not no expected to play on that. Nope. Um, no, fuck. Usually I'm, usually I'm wrong with this when I say this. Let oh, me pull he's this doubtful. Up. You're right. Fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so that oh, he's, your rule just came out. Yeah, he said doesn't expect to play. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. Kill me now. Oh, I have Mike Davis. <laughs> I have Mike Davis. Never mind. Sorry. Fantasy. So, so Carolina's laying three and a half at home. Total of 46 and a half. Um, is there, and everyone knows this by now, but like, isn't it funny how, when it comes to a gambling standpoint, not fantasy wise, where like tomorrow you figure out McCaffrey plays, are you any more inclined to bet Carolina? <laughs> like you're, I feel like you're not at all. See, I would be. Yes. Why? If he, if they, if he was 100% healthy. I, I think yeah. he changes games. I, I still do think he changes games. So what if Barkley came back tomorrow and played for the Giants? Do you think they deserve more respect for it? Like that you, you would be more inclined to bet them? No. I think they're different players. <laughs> In what way? Uh, McCaffrey now, averages over like 2,000 scrimmage yards a year. And but Mike counts. Davis is just as efficient. I'm not yeah, saying Mike Davis is just as good. He's not Jimmy Robinson, though. You know? Yeah. See, I, I just don't think running backs fucking matter one bit unless you're Adrian Peterson from like offense. five years, six years ago. Yeah. Um, but um, I'll start with this one. Wait, how are you going to say McCaffrey doesn't? So, stats you know, Mike Davis is Mike Davis efficiency. Why? No, this is. I remember seeing this stat after like four weeks of Mike Davis. I don't know what happened since then. 
unless he's full. But they, Carolina stayed pretty steady throughout the past, you know, whatever. Just, um, dude, I'm, I'm looking at his fantasy picture. He looks a little fat in this. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a big boy. Don't get, me, don't get it twisted. He's only projected <laughs> to six and a half. So what's going on here? Oh, they haven't, uh, they haven't ruled McCaffrey out. Yeah, but he's doubtful. Yeah, he's not playing. What's wrong with him, dude? He's, you know what this is, dude? This is the Olivia Kofel. Uh, yep, yep. You know, curse, jinx, whatever you want to call it. Danny Mendelon went through the same exact thing. You can't start dating supermodels. You cannot. You just start having so, pop up everywhere. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know where I, mean, I was going with that. Mike Davis is averaging four yards carry this year, uh, and he has 52 receptions, dude. Mike Davis. So, I mean, like, or, you know, yeah, he, but, but let me ask you this. In terms of a – Only one fumble lost this year, too, which is very impressive. That is, that is very impressive. Not going to take that away from him, but let me ask you this. As a, a Broncos team defensive coordinator, right, when you're game planning for this game – would you rather Mike Davison or Christian McCaffrey? I'm not an X's and O's guy, bro. <laughs> Dude, you put me on the spot like this. Um, the, the only thing I worry, and we, we joked about it, was that when, when McCaffrey was first out, that offense was fucking cooked. It wasn't, yes. When you revolve everything around yes. one guy, yes. I do think there's something to that. Yes. Now, from a defensive coordinator perspective, I, I get what you're saying. You obviously would want Mike Davis, but I just don't know if the offense runs as smoothly. It's kind of like when Odell, Odell Beckham was with the Giants, where it was just like when everything is focused on or, one guy. Or with the force, Browns, dude. Let's just, let's just call it like yeah, that. Yeah, every, every, <laughs> everywhere. But when you focus <laughs> on one guy a lot of times, the offense isn't as smooth because it's just – it's, it's not – I agree. Um, so I don't know. Uh, um, but anyway, uh, to end all that off um, – I'm I Carolina is my team. However, I I learned my lesson I taking them as a favorite. No, it's I took McCaffrey. them as a favorite. Yeah, I took them as a favorite against uh, Atlanta. They're, this team's not ready to lay points, especially more than a field goal here. Um, it's a good line because they are coming off a bye, extra rest, and Denver. I do think sucks, but uh, Carolina's defense is not very good whatsoever. I'm probably going to just stay away from this. Um, thought maybe over a little bit, but you know what? I don't even want to get – Denver's defense is okay. I don't even want to get involved with it. Yeah. Pass for me. Yeah, I think I may just put Carolina in a little money line parlay. Um, mm. Possibly. But besides that, I, I agree with you. I think it's too many points for Carolina to be laying. You know, Denver just – Dude, they just have a way of staying in games, I guess I'd say. So I I don't think they're very good, but two and four on the road, you know, minus 10 turnover ratio in the last four games. But Carolina's defense ain't exactly forcing turnovers. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's probably too many points to lay right now. Okay. I agree. Um, next, we got Kansas City at Miami. Kansas City's laying seven on the road. Total of fifty and a half. Um, I'll let you start this one off. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me pull up what I wrote here. Didn't write anything. <laughs> um. 
so in terms of this game, did you see the Cincinnati Miami game at all? Not a not a second. Yeah, so it was it was a game. Um, <laughs> is Tyler is Tua starting this week? By the way, yes, yes, okay, yes. So this is kind of his first big matchup here. Um, uh, I'm just I'm staying away from. I don't. I really do not have much for this game. Um, I'll just tell you kind of my thought process here. So I think Dolphins are like second league in creating turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs don't turn the ball over that much. So I think I don't think that'll come into play because the Dolphins had quite a few turnovers against Cincinnati. I think they had two in their own red zone that Cincinnati wound up not scoring. Um, Dolphins had one huge play to Tyler Boyd. I think it was eighty something yard touchdown. It was just on a simple out, and the cornerback tripped over the other cornerback on a. It was like a pick play almost. So that was their one big touchdown in the first half. That defense is pretty good, but again, it's against Cincinnati. So, eh, you know. I don't like I don't like any side here. I don't even like a total here. Um, the Chiefs have shown that they can score points when they want to. They just have not – they haven't blown anybody out. They only seem bored throughout this season, right? You win the Super Bowl, you so, come back now. I, they seem bored almost, and they're going to win the game, but it's probably not by the points that you need them to because, you know, they're just kind of – sleep. not sleepwalking through the season, but just kind of getting through it to the games that actually matter. So I've watched the last few Chiefs games, and I've never seen a team move the ball as easily as they do. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking about like it, it, it's it is unbelievable. However, do you have the red zone stats because yes. they seem to stall in the red zone? Um, and I'm curious to see what their numbers are with that. You would be very surprised at what their numbers are. They're um, bad, correct? I'll give you over under. They're bottom half of the league. Yeah, so I'll give you over under 25 and a half. In like, like 25th in the league? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say 25 on the dot, so I'll say uh, whatever that is, what, with however you're doing. They're 20. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, what? oh, wait. Hold on. So they're under that. They're at 23. 23? Okay, I would have said 25. So, yeah, they, they're still putting up a ton of points while being so inefficient in the red zone. They're sandwiched between Chicago and New England, if that, if that makes you feel like better. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And, however, I love the thought of them going up against a rookie QB. Um, however, you know how Miami – it's supposed to be hot in Miami, and they're going to be out in the sun. So this is probably going to be a pass for me. But I will say I am closely eyeing the Chiefs, and one of these weeks I'm going to fire on the team total over because, like I said, I've never seen a team move the ball so easily, and I think they will figure out their red zone issue sooner or later. So maybe it's this week. I'll, I'll have to wait on it. But um, pass for me, man. I, I, you know, Dolphins defense is legit uh, or, you know, respectable, I should say. Um, however, you know, yeah, Kansas they- City should have no problem moving the ball. So they've scored a touchdown in the red zone 57% of the time they've been in it this year, which is it's crazy. It's crazy. And they still put up, right? And they still probably average a ton of points. Yeah. It's pretty split between home and, uh, home and away. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, it just looks like they're almost bored. 
like the offense gets out to the, the they you know they score the three touchdowns in the first half whatever and it just looks like they get bored I, I don't know maybe it's lack of you know red zone conversion or I just feel like once you win that Super Bowl I, you know it's it's probably hard playing you know regular season at a, not at a conference um at a division games I don't know I don't know it's just something 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 about that rubs me the wrong way I just feel like they're bored. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I don't, I don't find the lack. No, see, I disagree. I don't find any like boredom. I think it's literally just they are having pr- trouble in the red zone because I have not seen a defense once this year like stop them. It's either a penalty by themselves, so like they they, they shoot themselves they, in the face. have yes. Yeah. So like that's all I see really. So like I don't know, man. I, I might even just talk myself into firing on that team total. Uh, defense terrorize or. or even just minus seven, maybe. Maybe I'll talk myself into minus seven rather than the team total because rookie QB against the best team in the league, um, laying a, field, a touchdown or less, so you maybe even buy that down to six and a half. You're telling me Kansas City can't beat Miami by a touchdown. Miami, who, is, who has Miami beaten that's good? In all honesty. Because uh, I'm not sold on this Dolphins team. I don't look at this Dolphins team. I'm impre- I like Brian Flores, and they're they, – they're, impressive to an extent but they lost to the pats lost to the bills beat the jags lost to the seahawks uh beat the niners which that was very impressive that week Niners, Uh, arizona beat the jets beat the rams which is impressive but a little bit of a crazy game uh beat the cards so i mean and they beat the the nfc west yeah yeah they beat the whole nfc west lost to the broncos on the road beat the jets on the road and then uh, beat the Bengals, dude. I'm I'm telling you, those two Jet wins, uh, yeah, the, the two wins against the Jets did not look good. I, I've watched, you know, a couple Miami games. They their defense is pretty legit. Their offense, I mean, it's it's kind of mind blowing at times. Um, how different Fitz and Tua are, right? So Tua is. Pretty much out of the shotgun, quick, like, three-step drop, balls out, right? Fitz right. is kind of a gunslinger, right? Right. Either way, like, they don't – they really can't seem to find a way to score or even, like, prolong drives. It, it's a weird offense, to be honest, but the defense is legit. I, I, I'm just not sold on Miami at all. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think they beat anybody too good right now, especially with Tua. I think that it, they beat him with the Rams, but two had 98 yards or it was under 100 yards. Uh, that was all the defense again, right. and special teams. So, you know, I don't hate that. I really don't hate that Chiefs bet if you were to put that. So, in. so, so here's another way to put it: respectable Miami D against the best offense in the league. Yeah. In today's day and age, when the defense is at a disadvantage, I mean, we can't expect them to really slow them down, right? Like. Nah. I'm talking myself into the Chiefs, Miami, I think. Miami's 58% in the red zone touchdown-wise, so they're right. They're a percentage above Kansas City. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. Um, and obviously Miami is a ton less explosive than Kansas City. So, uh, right. you know, they're going to find themselves and with a rookie, in the red zone. Right. Rookie quarterback who, you know, hasn't done anything great. You know, we don't watch him and go, holy shit. It's not like, it's not like Justin Herbert when you watch Herbert and you're like, no, damn, like that, that dude, kid. I watched 
three red zone drives of them last week. And uh, the first two plays of every red zone drive inside the five-yard line was a fade to Devontae Parker. And it was such a poorly thrown ball that, I mean, come on. I I hate – I don't know about you. I hate the fade play on the goal line unless it's like Devontae Adams oh, or Julio Jones. It's the worst. I don't like it no matter who's over there. It's the absolute worst. I hate when they do it on um, third down. It's ridiculous, but – it's shocking people still do it. But anyways, um, next game, we're halfway through the slate, so we got to get moving here. Um, right, Indy like at – Two hours in. <laughs> Indy at Vegas. Indy is second week of a uh, second straight row game. Uh, they're laying three, total of 51. Um, I Am I starting this one? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I have nothing here. Uh, I don't love this slate, to be honest with you. But um, nothing so far. I mean, I guess I would lean the over um, just because Indy's defense looks very shaky lately. And uh, Vegas, we know Vegas' defense is so bad. But at the same time, like, I, I'm not sold on the Indy offense. I, the play, you know, their guys have been making plays, but I don't know. I'm not rushing to take an over with Indy. And um, I don't want to lay more than a field goal with them on the road right now. So, especially with the way how their defense is playing, so it's just a pass for me, man. Yeah, I I would lean over, but I haven't really looked that far into it. Uh, I agree with what you with what you just said. Um, Vegas and India are sixteen seventeen in red zone percentage. Vegas's defense is so bad. Indy's kind of been getting kind of exposed, but I almost think that Vegas was looking forward to this indie game when they played the Jets. Mm. But in terms of a side, I got nothing on this game. I'm just going to stay with this guy. I can't get a read on it. Yeah, I don't – and I started thinking maybe props for indie running back, but I couldn't even tell you who's going to get the carries anymore. It yeah. seems like they're kind of – they're split, I, aren't they, between all of them? I took John um, Taylor one time, and he got two carries for six yards. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm in no rush to do that. Um, I doubt I'm involved with that game. But um, next we got <laughs> – I have nothing for this game, but we got Jets. Jets at Seattle. Seattle's laying 13 and a half, uh, total of 47 and a half. You, 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 you let us know what you got on this. I absolutely love the Seahawks. I love minus 13 and a half. Minus 13 and a half. I already took them. I already told Really? Them. Yep. Um, Jets traveling west. Just fired uh-huh. Greg Williams, who I think the defense actually really looked up to. Um, I know. No, they, no, no, no. They ripped him. They ripped him. Absolutely. I will not I, let you put that out there. I will not let you put I that out there. Just You're trying going, to make your pick seem better. <laughs> no, no. I was going. As I was saying, I was saying, I think they really looked up to him. Even though uh, Marcus May and Lamar Jackson both – Marcus May absolutely fucking ripped him. Uh, Lamar Jackson kind of went up, beat around the bush there. Um, I think they really looked up to him. Uh, Q after uh, – Schefter tweeted that he got fired. Q quoted the tweet and said why or something like that, question mark. Um, I think they really looked up to him. Um, they are so bad past defensive-wise. I think mm-hmm. this is the perfect game for Russell Wilson and that Seattle pass offense to get back on track. Don't even try to run the ball. You've seen it before. Derek Carr absolutely uh, – Derek Carr and Darren Waller just absolutely destroyed the Jets. Uh, Josh Allen does it every time he plays the Jets. 
this pass defense is it's two deep safeties, man to man, just throw it underneath, let everybody go to work. Everyone's wide open, can't get pressure. I, I think the Seahawks is coming off a loss to the Giants at home. They're home again. I think Jamal Adams revenge game. I think that Denzel Mims also out. Uh, personal reasons, he had a family emergency in Texas. Couldn't make it back in time for uh, COVID restrictions. So uh, I think I think Seattle scores over 40 points against the Jets. I think the Jets, maybe they move the ball a little bit, but I think this has them making a, just a severe blowout. Yeah, so I, I was leaning over or Seattle over team total. Same thought process. With, we passed on the Jets Vegas over last week, and I regretted it immediately. Oh, my God, dude. I was looking at that uh, at yeah. 12.50, and I'm looking at it, and fucking on NFL Network, it was like 18-mile-an-hour wins. I'm like, oh, man. So then I yeah. took uh, Mims and Crowder props as if the win wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't affect the Jets quarterback throwing the ball. It would only affect Vegas throwing the ball. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm – Leaning over, there's going to be some rain there, um, which scares me. But at the same time, I don't even think it's that bad when there's no wind. Um, I think Gase is going to want to, you know, I don't even know if that guy gets motivated or whatnot, but I would love to see the Jets score on Jamal Adams. So I am leaning over here or Seattle team total over. I got to figure that out. Uh, it'll probably come around 28:30, like it usually is. I took it last week against the Giants. I don't know why I wouldn't like it this week against the Jets. Um, the only thing that – and, you know, you can't run on the Jets. It's the one thing that they're decent at is stopping the run. Uh, they so can't get I pressure think, unless – dude, even when they send – and I know Greg Williams isn't there anymore. Against the Raiders, he was sending 5-6 a play, and mm-hmm. they weren't even really getting to the quarterback. And we're also getting to the point where, like, dude, you got four games left in the year. You're going for Trevor Lawrence. You want to make Darnold look good. You're going to throw the ball a lot. You want him to show what he can do. Um, dude, I, I don't even be think that, though, because I don't think – unless it's coming down from ownership, right? Like, I don't think Gase and, and Dowell Loggins – I don't think they're on – that same wavelength. I think they just want to win but a they game. But they got to also show that they know what they're doing as offensive play callers. I agree, but – For their next job. Do they haven't – they haven't shown anything in the first 13 games. Right. But now we're getting to the final quarter. This is – you know, we're still four games left. Right. It's the primacy re- recency. Yeah. Issue, this but, Yeah. This is it. Like, this is your last four attempts. Now you're going against a shitty defense. And one guy – the the one guy in defense who's going to be talking is the guy who um, – talk shit about you before he left. And it's like, if there was ever a time to put a point, it's this week. I'm talking myself into the over. Um, but once again, I, I'm scared because we passed last week and I'm going to take it and it's not going to hit. But, did, um, you see, did you see what Gay said uh, about Jamal? No. Uh, uh, they asked him about him. And he's like, yeah, I thought we were on good terms. But uh, he said all that – not all that shit, but he, he said all that stuff after he left. So I guess we weren't on uh, – such good terms. <laughs> he was hurt. His feelings were just hurt. Yeah, he's like, all right. He's like, so I'm just going to run the ball with Frank Gore right at him uh, every play. Yeah, seriously. Um, but next game, we got Green Bay at Detroit. They're laying seven and a half on the road, total of 55. I'll start with this one. I like Green Bay here, man. They, they were rolling. Uh, 
I think what we saw last week from Detroit was a little bit fugazi. Um, I'm leaning towards laying the points and then also teasing them. That's how much I like them this week. Uh, Rodgers is cooking. And uh, that Detroit defense is so bad. I don't see Rodgers having any problems putting up as many points as he wants. And I think we go back to seeing that Detroit offense that's a little bit subpar. Um, I think Green Bay, the one thing they're decent at is getting pressure. So I do think they might be able to get Stafford a little bit on edge. And, um, yeah, I'm leaning laying the points and teasing them. Yeah, I like that. Um, the play I do have here is Green Bay first half, four and a, uh, minus four and a half. Mm. Um, it just seems to me that Green Bay, they take their foot off the gas after that first half. I don't know why. Um, you saw it against Indianapolis. You saw it against uh, – what else did they do against? I, I feel as if I've seen it a couple times mm-hmm. where I, I like them a lot of, I know we, I know we're Lions guys first half. Uh, at least when Patricia was the was the coach of the Lions, but I I really like Green Bay here first half. Let me just look real quick. Uh, Philly they almost blew it. They almost put the spread. Um, let me just look at their schedule here. Oh, it's in reverse order here. Um. So they blew it Indy. They almost blew it against Philly. Bears scored 15 against them in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jacksonville outscored them in the second half. I mean, to me, they just seem – they get out so quick. I think LaFleur is brilliant. I really do. I think it, it may have – I know they went 13-3 last year, but I think it may have taken them a year to – kind of design his offense to get everybody on the same page. I think he's brilliant. I do just think that they take their foot off in the second half of games. So I'm going to take them minus four and a half, first half. Um, I I do think they probably will cover. I just think the first half is a safer bet here. Because they, they are rolling. You're right. Rodgers is ridiculous right now. Devontae Adams is ridiculous. Um, defense is holding up. It's holding zone right now. So I, I like them first half here. And what was the spread on that, you said? Four and a half. Okay. I like that. Four and a half is a weird number for half. That's the only thing. It is. I, I, I'm, they just seem like – like I'm just looking at their schedule, right? So against Philly, they're up 14-3 at half. Mm-hmm. Against Chicago, they're up 27-10. Against Indy – they're up 28-14. Against Jacksonville, they're up 17-10. Against San Fran, they're up 21-3. It just seems like – not that they take their foot off the gas in the second half, but it just almost seems like they're a first-half team. Yeah, I, I get that. They they definitely change it up. They're more aggressive in the first half, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're tossing – against the Texans, they're up 21 nothing and – in the second half, you know, they, they got outscored again. So they, they probably will cover. Like, I think they will cover. I just think the safer bet here is the first half. I agree with that. What do you think of the total um, here? 55 is so high. It's so that, high, right? It's 55, 55 is just the point where I, I kind of I can't seriously take it. I'm not saying, you know, 
it's not a bad bet if you do. It's just that's where I start to kind of be like, I just don't know if I can yeah. get involved with that. Yeah, you know? Yep. So I'm probably going to pass on that. But um, yeah, Green Bay for me all day. Um, I'll, I'll do the full game just because, uh, you know, I get scared. You know, say they're up by a field goal at, at half and then, you know, they come out and, and win by a touchdown in the second half. They cover everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah. It's so tough to. Yep. To figure that out, but um. Anyway, I just realized I didn't get a college basketball bet in, right? And I noticed while you were talking, and the team is up by thirty-five and a half. So, uh, I'm on a rough little streak here. But yeah, dude, uh, bounce yeah. back. I've been, um, having, I've been having an unbelievable soccer league. I'm just, I'm just, I am in shambles right now. Let's just put it that way. I can't play. I just saw preview this next year. That's what I'm. That's what I'm have to do. Just to like make myself feel better. Um, should we God, should we both play a blackjack hand on on air? How much? Twenty five. Uh, come on, let's go lower. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am like I'm broken up thirty and a half, dude. Right. Oh my God, dude! I'll play I'm broken. Hand right now. Might, have to, might have to just end the half end the pot. <laughs> right, we'll go ten dollar hand right now. <laughs> I got 11 dealers showing six. I got to double down, right? Oh, of course. You get the good one. Double down. Fuck. 21. Dealer hit 21. What? 21. (laughs) Pain. I'm going to put that away. Three, six, four, eight. All right, let me go. I'm going. I'm showing 19. He's got an eight. Okay, that's great. 18, I win. Let's go, bro. All right. I'm going again. I'm going to get this 20. Right, I got 19. Show. He's showing a king. Oh, boy. 15, 17. I won. Oh, my God. Up 20. <laughs> if I could hit this five-year, I will be so happy. Really? So you get to the 25. 19. He's showing three. Eight, so he did it. He gets up 25 just like that on three hands. All right. Here we go. That was electric. Showing 16, dealer showing five. I got to sit here. I got to sit here. Come on, boss. <laughs> that's the worst, dude. Bust, that's the worst. Bust. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's nothing worse on online poker or online blackjack being like, I need him to bust. <laughs> it just feels like there's. Oh, my God. He turned over, he turned over an AC at 16 and he hit five and queen. All right. We're good. The best is when they're showing a six and then he flips over an ace, a soft 17, and they hit it. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. Because you have a six um, two, right? You're like, all right, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna hit a yeah. You have face guard, and then yep, no. All right, that all was right. awesome. That was great. I'm up ten. Right. <laughs> Twenty five. I made up for that. I, I feel at at peace now. Um, next we got Atlanta at the Chargers. I love this game. Um, love this game from a, uh, um, watching standpoint. Like I'm, I'm excited to watch this game. Not so much gamble on it. I don't think, but. Uh, Spread Atlanta's lane two and a half. Total is forty nine and a half. Um, I'll let you start with this one because I got some. I got some thoughts here. Hold on, I'm just gonna tweet these picks out right now. Uh, you start. With right, so I'll talk. I'll talk. Yeah, I'll talk. Um, all right. So, the I love this Chargers team for the roster at the quarterback. I, I I can't say enough how big of a Herbert uh, guy I am. Um, going up against a very poor. Uh, Falcons D and I think he will have no problem moving the ball. However, on the other end, look at this, this Chargers D is very suspect. They're banged up. Once again, Atlanta should be able to move the ball on them. Uh, 
so when you talk about the Chargers possibly catching three at home, it's two and a half right now. I don't want to back Anthony Lynn. I swore Anthony Lynn off. But if there was one team to kind of negate that whole like late game scenario situation, it might be the Falcons, right? Yeah. Or do you think because Quinn's gone, I just don't know. I, I am inclined. I'm definitely going to tease the, the Chargers. Um, highly number the teaser option. Uh, I'm debating getting involved with them uh, plus three. But um, so that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, I, you know what? You know what scares me about the Falcons in the last couple of games? Matt Ryan has looked awful. Yes, that's correct. And Julio was playing last week. So I think young I don't want to botch this. Young Ho Ku, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. kicker. I think he has outscored the offense by 14 points in the last four weeks. Mm. Which is not good. So I'm looking at Matt Ryan's stats last week. 19 for 39, 48 uh completion percentage, one touchdown. Week before that, 56% completion percentage, 185. Week before that, 51% completion percentage, 232. I mean, this guy is not completing any passes. Now, two of those weeks were against New Orleans, but, uh, I mean, can the tra- the Chargers can get pressure on the quarterback, right? Because he's got sacked 11 times against in those two games against New Orleans and then once against the Raiders. No, no, they don't get pressure. Ever since Bosa went out, it's been downhill. He's still out? Yeah. Uh, all right, that might change things for me then. Because I think – Hold on, it, hold on. I know they have have their numbers up. They don't. They're not. They're a little bit below average with getting pressure. No, maybe I'm wrong here. I'm sorry. Nick Bosa is the one who's out. That's who I think. I'm yeah, yeah, he's on. Yeah, yeah. I've been off today. No, I'm sorry. He's fine. He's 100 percent healthy. Um, so, but they, but to to my point, they they um they're. They rank twenty first in pressure. Yeah, so I'm probably going to stay away from this game. Uh, Atlanta's fifty percent, 29th in the league in red zone touchdowns. Uh, LA is fifty seven at twenty one. I mean, I don't see too much of an edge here. I would lean Chargers. Chargers and over, right? Yes, that's what I would lean. Um, actually. You know what? Actually, I think I, I think I'm gonna take Chargers money line. I, coming off 45 nothing loss, underdogs at home to Atlanta. I think the Chargers get it done here. I think I'm gonna take a money line. I think I'm gonna take them Chargers team total. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna just ignore whatever Atlanta can do against their on offense and just go straight up Chargers score in that day. I like that a lot. Um, team total should be around. 25, 25, 25, 23, 20, 26, um, 26 and a half, I would say, uh, 26 and a half, 24. So I'll be on that. Uh, next, we got Washington, the third week of a road game for them. They're at San Fran, catching three, total of 43. Washington is my team. I have the Super Bowl ticket on them that I'm looking to hedge if they can win the division. Once the Giants won, I thought that was over. However, they upset Pittsburgh, 
I love their, their defensive line is the coolest thing going right now. I, I love their uniform. They, they have so much swag. Chase Young is the fucking man. Uh, and Alex Smith is the Cinderella story here. Um, but I'm not betting any San Fran games for the rest of the year. I want no part of it. So I'm going to pass here. I am but root for Washington very hard. Yeah, I'm with you here. I, this is an ugly game. Dude, I have no idea how to handicap this. Alex Smith revenge game. But at the same time, Washington is traveling to San Fran. Good defenses for the most part. Obviously, Washington more than San Francisco. Uh, Shanahan just seems a little bit better at home, even though they are in Arizona again, which didn't really work out too well with the Bills. Uh, I'm not going to touch this game at all. It, it seems like an ugly game to me. Could go mm-hmm. either way, and I, I think that I don't even like the under. I, I don't like the under, the over. I, I, I got nothing on this game. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, next, we have New Orleans, another team who is playing their third straight row game at Philly. They're laying seven and um, total of 44. Yeah, so – Again, I don't think this is going to be a very entertaining game here. Jalen Hurts coming in for Carson Wentz at home. He actually did spark them a bit uh, in their loss against the Packers. He actually threw a dime for his first touchdown pass. But Saints are allowing – I think they're allowing under 10 a game in Taysom Hill's three starts to play great defense. That defense is relentless. I know it's two against Mm -hmm. the Falcons, but – Anytime a team over a three-game span in the NFL is averaging under 10 a game, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Especially with this Philly offense that just seems so out of touch, out of whack. Um, Doug Peterson came out midweek and said a couple of things like, you know, to get Jalen Hurts going, we got to establish the run. we got to make sure we pick up blocks. And it's just like that's, that's really what you had to do with Carson Wentz. But obviously you couldn't do that. Um, I think Philly might be a little revitalized, but I think New Orleans – there's no way New Orleans loses this. I think even coming up uh, to Philly, I think Taysom Hill's not throwing the ball a lot. I think, you know, they'll run the ball. They'll move it against – you know, Philly's D is pretty good. I would would lean under here. That is the one thing I'm leaning. Um, But I don't know if I'm going to take anything in this game. I would lean under, though, because Philly's D is great. Uh, New Orleans is great defensively and then offensively it just seems like Taysom Hill can score a little bit but it's it's not on the level of Drew Brees or anything that you know the past New Orleans teams have been uh, accustomed to right no not not even close um I look at this it's a tough spot for New Orleans I I I don't know it's another team Kind of like San Fran, where like with Taysom Hill at, play, at under under center, I don't know what to expect expect from the offense. Philly's defense is pretty legit this year; they figured it out. Um, ah, oh God, they're good against the run. They get pressure on the quarterback, which would spell trouble for New Orleans. But at the same time, man, like could work Wentz out. Taysom Hill could just escape run. At- you know, I, right. I don't know how much pressuring a, a, a running quarterback that doesn't probably even want to throw the ball in the first place, you know, matters, right. I guess. Right. And, I mean, on the other end, Wentz was so bad, but, like, there's a reason Hertz was not starting. Like, yeah. Hertz is not ready to be a starter. No. Um, 
I get nervous going up against that really good New Orleans D. So what I'm looking at here is a Eagles team total under. Um, I got, I don't, I'm, I think it's going to be around, you know, 20, what is it going to be? 24, no, 20, 25 and a half to 18 and a half. So under 18 and a half, I don't see Philly putting up three touchdowns against the Snow and State. I don't either. Uh, yeah, um, unless it's a defensive one. But like you said, uh, New Orleans should be pretty run-based. Uh, yep. I don't Kinda, see – so yep. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning team total under there. Uh, also, I, I'm going to tease the hell out of New Orleans down, uh, make that easy on myself. But uh, under, under for sure, uh, whether it's a team total under or just the flat-out under, I got to figure out. But um, I'm with you on that. I don't know how the fuck there's going to be too many points scored in this game. Um, but next we have, and we have the final two games here. This is a Sunday night game. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo's laying one and a half, and total is 48. I'm going to start this one. I love, love, love my bills here. Um, nobody circles the wagons. Pittsburgh has their third game in 11 days. We saw it. Very rarely do you see a team – visibly show how tired they are like they did in the second hand second half against Washington uh Buffalo is home they're calling all the right plays on offense and that Pittsburgh offense is brutal right now yes there's uh Buffalo defense is starting to figure it out uh they're starting to uh, gel a little bit the offense is back on track I am going to be on the bills here at pretty much a pick them and I think that's tremendous value right now I am with you I am on the bills as well uh I was looking at the over but I heard there might be snow there, so I might not take that. Uh, but I am on the Bills as well. I agree with every point. Uh, yeah. Three games in 11 days, traveling up to Buffalo. Offense looks absolutely dreadful. It is short passes. It is run plays for one yard. It is it is just so bad right now. Um, you know, Pittsburgh has, you know, some sort of pass rush, but Josh Allen's mobile enough to get out of that. And – the offense against Arizona just looked great. Josh Allen, I, I just can't – I can't say enough. I hate saying this, dude, because I don't like the Bills, but the offensive transformation for this year has just been incredible, and I really do commend nuts. that offense coordinator uh, with Josh Allen, Diggs, Beasley, Dawson Knox, Singletary. I mean – they got all these guys two years ago and it's just gelling right now. And it's, it's beautiful to watch Josh. The whole thing about Josh Allen coming out of college was obviously his accuracy issues. And he has just put all those to bed. I think he's completing over 65% of his passes. I mean, you know, he's great. The, the Bills offense is great. So uh, tips, tip of the cap to you guys up there in uh, Western New York. Um, you know, you, you might have something special here. And finally, we have, and also I, I probably, I'll take a little peek at the idea of teasing Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh up to seven and a half. I don't hate that either. Uh, this should be a pretty close game. Um, as a little bit of a hedge type of idea here. If you can, um, I always, I've done that every now and then. I don't love doing it. I don't recommend it. But, you know, when you talk about Pittsburgh getting seven and a half, you're kind of like, huh. And uh, it doesn't sound too shabby. But, um. Finally, we got Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland is catching two and a half, and total is 47 and a half. 
I have nothing on this. I'm excited to watch it. I don't think you can back Baltimore right now. However, um, it could be a buy low point for them. I don't know. They just don't look good. They didn't look good against the Cowboys, even though they won by a good amount. Uh, Cleveland's kind of rolling. But once again, that defense is fucking trash. Both teams are probably going to want to run it. Uh, I have no part in this, so you can take us away. Maybe um, tease Baltimore up is all I can say with that. Yeah, so the Rams just took two plays to get down to New England's 10-yard line. So that's good for your under. Um, in terms of this game, if the Browns get up to three, I think I'm going to take them. Um, they lost 38-6 opening week against Baltimore. This is not the same team. They're 9-3 now. People are still questioning them. I think this is sort of a personal game for them. Um, but in terms of the line right now in the total, I think I'm just going to stay away. I'm, I am very excited to watch this game, but I think – if I'm having a good week, I think I'll take Browns plus two and a half, maybe plus three. But if I'm not, I'm just going to sit and watch this because I think this should be a it should be a pretty close game. I think the Browns are actually they look really good right now. Yeah, they do. Um, cool. Let's run. So as far as my teaser goes, I, I I said throughout the pod I highlight a lot of teams is what I want to do. I'm not going to put anything in officially now. Personally, I'm going to wait until uh, closer to Sunday. Um, a lot of options though that I want to kind of sift through. Um, but as for Moneyline Dog, I will give out – which what I do last week? I, I think I took – I took – let's go Cooper Cup three yards. Let's go. I'm not sure who I took. I took the Browns last week. That's what I took. I took the Browns. You did. Um, I said. I said we wouldn't be surprised if we watched the Browns go in there and beat Tennessee, and then t- tell ourselves like, you know, teams are way more closer in uh, talent than we thought. So that was good. I, I think I've been decent with the money line dog. Um, I'm gonna go this week with as I look through it. I'll take Vegas. Um, they're playing Indy at home, and they're only a three point dog. Nothing crazy, but I, I don't. I don't um, see anything impressive from Indy right now. Well, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to switch that up. I'm going to go with Cincy. I'm going to ride with my, my uh, Cincy thing earlier. I think uh, if Brandon Allen plays, Cincy squeezes a win out here. I think All Dallas right. is so, so bad. Just as bad as Cincy. Uh, Jared Goff just scored a touchdown on fourth and goal. Sneak. First touchdown score. Cash is, yep. Uh, I don't hate that mm. pick. I am going to take the Chargers as my money line dog here. I think they, I think they would probably beat the value here. So my under's not looking too good on that game. Um, touchdown less than four minutes in, yeah. And I didn't take – I ended up not having time to even think about putting the Rams in. So that's all so good. Yeah. Um, so. Maybe I get a chance later in the game. If New England ties it up, a lot of game left. Um, all right, so let's both pick five sides. Let's wrap this fucking thing up, this three-hour pod. Right. Um, so Buffalo for me for, for 100%. I'm taking them. I'm taking Green Bay. Give me Kansas City. Give me oh, – it's not going to count now because the game started, so I'm not going to take the Rams. Um, give me – that's three so far. Give me Houston. I'll take the bait. I'll take the bait with Houston. Um and then finally, I'll close it out with Chargers. Okay. All right. You're right. This, all right. Give me. Let me know when you're ready. 
I think Dumont first. So I took Buffalo. I took um, Kansas City. I took Houston. I took Chargers. And I took Green Bay. All right. What's your picks? All right. So give me give me the Bills. Got it. Uh, give me give me the Bills, Chargers, Seahawks, Bucks, Cowboys. All right. Got him. Let's win some. Let's win some money. What do you say? Money, dude. Switch it up a little bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's so bad sometimes. Oh, I know. I'm really upset that I ended up not doing the Rams, and now they got an early touchdown. But hey, you knew Goff was gonna, they, or um, rather McVay was gonna write something up. So maybe this game gets tied up late, and I can rip it live. Yeah, but right. um, cool. Sign us off. Okay. Oh, you got wired. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at you now. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, follow our Instagram page, which has one post because I'm very lazy right now. And uh, we will tweet our picks again. And thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You got anything? No, man. Um, closer to playoff time. It'll be fun, I think. Um, and I, I'm interested to see what we do with these um, – these five spreads because like i said next year i really want to start looking into some contests you know assuming it's not too much money um and we could if we could prove that we can do decent and be in it you know what i mean somewhat like you know we don't want to do this just get slaughtered um dude i mean if the contest was to go 500 i think i'd win every year (laughs) we'd be undefeated but um just to let you know with your spread to have the spreads for the official contest up you're getting are we're both getting buffalo minus two and a half I'm getting Kansas City minus seven. You're, and we're both getting the Chargers. Uh, I'm sorry, both getting the Chargers plus two and a half. Okay. Um, I'm getting Houston minus one. You're getting Seattle minus 13 and a half. You're getting Tampa Bay minus six and a half. I'm getting Green Bay minus seven and a half. And then finally, you're getting Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half. So I think those are basically the fucking spreads that yep. we were just seeing. Yep. So nothing different. Easy enough. But um, so we'll keep track. We'll see how we do. And um, yeah, man. I think more importantly, we'll also figure out we both have consensus on Chargers and Buffalo, so those are the ones we got to keep more of an eye on when like yeah. our brains are aligning. Um, and then if we're so bad, we'll just go opposite. Yep. <laughs> cool. Try to pay ourselves. All right. All right. Good shit. Uh, we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace.